Listening to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're going international again today. Yes, we are. We have some fun stories to share. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Charles Ferry. He's Asia Regional Director for LCMS International Mission. Pastor Ferry, thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you for having me back. In studio, by the way. This is true. In person, not remote. Yeah, it's pretty great. We don't often get international guests in the building right I know, now. It's kind of exciting, like to actually see a person face to face and get to talk <laughs> right? with them. Well, I'm excited to learn, get an update on what's happening in the Asia region for LCMS International Mission, how the Lord has been using you and this whole team. I want to learn more about the team that's serving Asia region as well. So what is, let's start with what is the work, the Lord's work in the Asia region today? The Asia region is an interesting place to live and work because for the LCMS, most of the work that we're doing is all second generation mission work. So we are building upon the foundation that the Lord laid through earlier missionaries that went out there and sometimes literally hacked through the bush with a machete Mm -hmm. in order to get out to where the people were and put the word into their ears. Well, as Lutherans, we're not surprised that word actually had its effect and bore fruit. And now there are partner churches in so many of these places. And to the Lord's credit alone, these places that were planted still want to have LCMS missionaries there. It just happens to be in a very different sort of role than what the previous generation missionaries were involved in. So instead of planting churches and and sharing the word with people who have maybe heard it for the very first time, we are working with existing sister church bodies that have recognized that there's still, as we know, a lot to learn, right? It's it's the same word that that is shallow enough for an infant to wade and yet still deep enough for an elephant to drown. And so it's it's a, a wonderfully humbling opportunity to be in these places where we are still as a church body, loved and appreciated and needed. And so our partner churches over there are saying, would you please help us build up who we are in the word and in the Lutheran confessions? And the LCMS is looked to in so many of these places as the gold standard for Lutheran theology, that our churches and our pastors and our church workers and our teachers are all recognized as sort of a, a very high standard of, of handling their, their doctrine and their practice. And so we are requested in so many of these places to send teachers over there. And this is pastors, this is commissioned teachers, this is laity in a number of different roles, all working together to be able to continue to empower these churches then to reach out in their contexts with the word and further plant churches and get the word into people's ears. Mm-hmm. That's a, an interesting distinction between the, the missionaries of, of, of previous days that were, that were new to the field and really just starting all of these things and, and what it is now with partnering with churches that, that work looks 
different, and yet it's still it's still kind of the same work in a sense that you're still. It is, and, and we're talking about 125 years of yeah. mission work that the LCMS has been involved in, which started, of course, in the Asia region mm-hmm. with Theodore Nather and, and company being deployed to, to India all those years ago. And so we're actually talking about more than just one generation. Mm-hmm. But of course, things things really took some turns there, especially when the, the, the Communist Party took over in China in, in the late 1940s. And so a lot of people that we had working in mainland China at that time got dispersed Mm -hmm. and so ended up landing in places like Hong Kong and Macau and in the Philippines and in Korea and Japan and in Taiwan. And so we're looking at kind of the last 50 years in particular of these kind of this this older generation of of missionaries and then their their work has borne fruit. And and now just very different needs. So trying to be responsive to the needs of our church partners. And by and large, that's all asking for us to help them in education, help teach them the word, help teach them what a Lutheran sermon is, how to divide law and gospel, what it is to have the Lutheran confessions. So teaching and resource projects, that's the other big thing that mm-hmm. involves a lot of our time and, and other expertise is helping churches understand what Lutheran resources need to be in the local language, what they should have, identifying things that they do and don't, and then actually mm-hmm. getting those things translated into the local language or languages so that no matter what happens, because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next year, even if all of our missionaries had to unfortunately come back to the States, what could we leave behind us that would help to continue to teach and instruct and build up these people in their faith and life. Yeah, such great work that's being done. Now, you've mentioned several geographical locations. Can you describe what the Asia region actually is? It's it's a huge region. It is. It's a it's a huge region as far as population, as far as geography goes. So in the LCMS, the Asia region, as we've divided it up, goes from Sri Lanka way over in the west, kind of just just under India, all the way over through Australia and New Zealand. And in some of these places, we have sister churches with whom we are working. In some places, we have seminaries where we have deployed full-time missionaries to be living and teaching. In some of these places, we have existing relationships where maybe we can't have missionaries in that particular country because it's just not tenable in the current climate. But we have long-standing partnerships. Perhaps we're providing funding for particular projects. I can think of a place like Malaysia, for instance, where we have a a wonderful, friendly relation with a a church body over there. And there's no way that we can get missionaries onto the ground there because they're just not open to that possibility. And yet we've been working, collaborating with them on life issues, helping them to to found and and expand a women's care center because there's a big problem over there with with baby dumping that you know parents go through the the entire delivery process and then just simply dump off that that brand new newborn baby and so our partner church over there is doing what they can to help provide some other opportunities and of course because of our concentration in the LCMS on life issues and the sanctity of life from the very beginning all the way through the natural end, they sought us out and we were able to come alongside of them over the last 12 years and partner with them in this very, very important work. So there's a, there's a breadth there of work, of partnerships, of opportunities that we have, and we're thankful for each and every one of them. Those partnerships are, are, are a real 
blessing too, because we get to learn about, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in our own context here in the United <laughs> States, but to learn about what's happening in those partner churches around the globe as well. And how the Lord is providing for them too is, is a real benefit for us to see that. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we can and should learn from our partner churches, especially over in Asia, where being a Christian just automatically opens you up to all sorts of persecution, and that shows itself in so many everyday ways. In a lot of these countries, they actually put your religion, your declared religion, on your national ID card. And so I've been talking to people over there who have applied for a loan for a house or a car or applied for a job, and the interview's gone very, very well. Everything's been in place. And then they want to finish out the paperwork, and they pull out that national ID card, and people that are administering this opportunity then say, oh, you're a Christian. I'm sorry, that position's been filled. Or that interest rate has just tripled because, and it's all because people have made that public confession that I am a Christian in this place that might be, you know, any other kind of kind of context. I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from our brothers and sisters there in how you operate in an environment like that, how you stay faithful in the in the face of this kind of persecution. And the more I see news from the United States, the more I think these are lessons that that we're going to have to take to heart in the very near future. So Share with us, you've talked about some of the, the partner churches that you get to serve alongside. What about the team that makes up the LCMS International Mission in the Asia region? My team in the Asia region consists of about 22 called and deployed workers through the Board for International Mission. They run the gamut of different vocations as well. Of course, there's pastors, there's university professors, there's LCMS commission teachers, and laity as some of our people that have a variety of gifts and that are all used towards those same purposes of what we're trying to accomplish there with our, with our partner churches and being responsive to what they need from us in their particular places, which can, can vary widely. The, the team that I have now it also consists of some missionaries that have been on the field for well over 20 years. I have one missionary, God bless her, that has been on the field for about four decades. Wow. And talk about just a dedicated servant. I've got people that have been out there for 25 plus. And then I've got some newer folks that the Lord has more recently called into service overseas. And so we're all kind of learning from each other. And there is a wonderful sort of almost a family mentality with this um, because we realize that in many of these places, there's just that one LCMS family in that particular country. And so how do we reach out to one another, support one another, especially in these crazy COVID days <laughs> when so many of my, my countries in Asia have all locked their borders to foreigners coming in out of fear of, of uh, various viruses and, and variants coming in. And so how do we reach out using the tools that we have to lift up one another, support one another, to stand next to each other. And there is a real sense of camaraderie among that team. And I'm, I'm blessed to be any part of that. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about this team that you get to serve with in the Asia region and a unique opportunity as well. <laughs> we'll share more about that in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golson.
You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're talking with Reverend Charles Ferry. He's Regional Director for Asia for LCMS International Mission. And uh, we've been learning about uh, the Lord's work in the Asia region, um, just serving with partner churches and a little bit about the team that you get to serve with. You mentioned over 22 workers serving in the field. Two workers plus their, their, their families then as they have them. Yeah. Wow. What are the different ways that, that they're all serving a, around the region? Here's, here's an opportunity to share with us the stories of these, these workers who are, you're serving with in the Asia region. Sure. In, in some of these places, they are serving as seminary. Prof- we have a wonderful partner seminary up in the north of the Philippines, an incredibly faithful institution up in a place called Baguio City, which was a a resort town that was built basically by the U.S. military after World War II. And so our partner church over there, the Lutheran Church in the Philippines, who is filled with wonderfully faithful individuals, um, actually established a seminary up there years ago. Most of the buildings were dedicated by our dear LWML. And so they still hold our ladies in mission in wonderful regard, and we're so thankful because those buildings are still being used to be able to prepare pastors and other church workers for whatever the Lord will have in store in the uh, coming days. So we're thankful to have a partnership with them where they continually request. They've actually requested two LCMS professors right now. So I'm still looking for another one to be able to send there and to be able to to serve our partner church in that way, an experienced pastor who can go and, and teach theology. In other places, the life and work can look very, very different. And we have a wonderful partnership with a church body in Indonesia that is a small partner church. And they just, in fact, this last week elected a new bishop to serve them for this next five-year period. But they have an outstanding request. We have one missionary assigned over there already, and we're looking at deploying a second one because they want us to be there to be able to walk with them, teach them, and help them develop resources for their own church body as well. It's amazing the way that the Lord gives us such variety. We're also looking for teachers of English to be able to go out to places like Korea and Taiwan and even Thailand to be able to connect with our partner churches so that they can reach out to their communities in a badly needed way, something that the rank-and-file people over there are very, very interested in learning English. And so how can we use that to connect them? And one of the new opportunities that has arisen in recent days is a great interest, especially in our Chinese-speaking countries, on music. Hmm. These places know and value good music, both in the secular and the sacred realms. For instance, they know Johann Sebastian Bach, and they appreciate his music. They have their children learning to play it and perform it. And so we had the opportunity just recently to have one of our LCMS missionaries do some presenting and teaching on the music of Johann Sebastian Bach and to bring out the fact that 
Bach was a Lutheran. <laughs> and they were stunned to actually study some of the, the, the compositions that he put together. And so we're recognizing the opportunities that music presents to us in some of these places. So we're blessed to have a couple of very high-quality musicians and teachers of music on our staff. I'm currently looking for another one, too, because those opportunities continue to grow and expand. And the interest of people in our in these countries where we work to have music as an opportunity to, to reach out to them as well. Mm-hmm. There have been uh, some hymnal projects happening in lots of hymnal projects we're currently working several hymnal projects at the behest of our our partner churches over there we're currently working on hymnals in bahasa indonesia for our indonesian church partners we're working on a chinese hymnal we are actually just starting work now on one in the tamil language for our partner church in sri lanka because they have seen our lutheran service book and they said (laughs) give us this. We want this in our language. We said, you know, it took us 10 years to develop that. And this was not the first one we did. But they are wonderful partners in that. They have uh, been pretty patient in working through it. But we've got some people that know how to do hymnals. And that's one of the things that, that we have embraced as well. So those are all it's exciting to see the progress being made on those books. Yeah. Super exciting. What about the, I don't know, the day in and day out, uh, behind the scenes kind of work? Like, I don't know, business management. You know, it's funny you should mention that, Sarah. <laughs> subtle. Because that is, it just happens to be at this time, one of the most critical needs that I have right now in the Asia region is not for a pastor or a commission teacher or for anything else. What I need the most right now, and a plea to everyone that would happen to be listening to this, I need a regional business manager. And this is a critical role because we live in a practical world in which the Lord comes to us in his impractical ways in word and sacrament, and yet works through the means that he has put in place. And Believe it or not, not a lot of my theological education ever included things like accounting and finance (laughs) and economics and uh, legal and financial matters. So that need right now is being filled on an interim basis, but I need someone who has an interest in working overseas, would be okay with living in southern Taiwan in the wonderful place where I'm raising my children and would be interested in having an office right next to mine to help us wade through some of these issues that were not included in any of this training that we had gotten and is not part of any theological program, but is critical for managing the resources, the generous resources that our church brings to bear making sure that we are good stewards of them, that we are managing them properly, that we are being accountable in the things that we are doing, and help us understand the implications of how we're using this. So this is a really important role mm-hmm. in order for the, the Lord's work to, to carry on in, in a healthy way. I mean, you know, uh, to, to work for the team to be able to work together and, and to communicate efficiently and effectively to have that business manager I think sounds pretty important based on what you've described. It's so important that without this role being filled, and, and right now it's being filled on an interim basis, but without this role being filled, we can't move forward. 
We can't bring to bear the gifts of our Lord through his church because we don't have somebody with this expertise in helping us realize how to use these gifts and making sure that we're accounting for them properly. Accounting. That was real. That, that was pun like intended. That. That's yeah, right. That's good. <laughs> so uh, again, what are, the, what are the skill sets you're looking for? If I could wave a magic wand uh, Mm -hmm. and sort of design the person that would be filling this role, they would have an extensive background in overall business, perhaps with a concentration in accounting or finance in particular, because that's really where this role needs to excel. To be clear, you guys, this is not a bookkeeping role. We have other colleagues, other people in our fields that handle the day-to-day head down into the spreadsheets bookkeeping. But what I need is somebody with me who has a good grasp of Lutheran theology and these practical earthly matters and can help me understand what's going on, understand the implications and the trends, and help me spot red flags for how we're managing these resources or what we're going to need Because without the resources, none of this work can get done. So an extensive background in overall business, finance, accounting, these things would be incredibly important in carrying out this role successfully. So in addition to using their gifts, your gifts, if you're listening right now, because you are listening right now, (laughs) to using your gifts in this way to to serve alongside so many other wonderful missionaries in the Asia region and an office right next to Pastor Ferry. What are some of the other (laughs) things that one might enjoy about living and serving in Asia region, particularly this office is in Taiwan, right? Correct. This role would be based in our regional headquarters in Jai, Taiwan, which is in the southern part of the island. So you would enjoy summer most of the year in a city that is, of course, sort of a small town feel to it, Uh, a safe and, and secure environment with very good public transportation, low cost of living, which anybody with a background in economics or finance would certainly uh, appreciate. And we're all located in a community. We're in a building that is owned by our partner church that we get to live and work in rent free um, Mm -hmm. because of this wonderful partnership that we have. And so you would actually be located living and working in that building to have a flat and an office both in the same space. And then to enjoy travel around the region, because if you're going to serve in a regional role in this capacity and you're going to be serving our partner churches and serving our missionaries who are all over the place in Asia, you need to be on the ground in these places. You need to be able to taste the food and smell the air and and walk (laughs) in the streets so that you have an idea of the practicalities that are involved in all of these places and in the management of the resources, as well as in Asia, relationships are so, so important. And so you need to be able to build a relationship along with the regional director, with representatives of our partner church and uh, with our missionaries as well. So it's important that, that this person would be willing and able to do some travel as well within reason to visit these various places and be of service too, to, to bring this business and financial expertise to bear in some of these places where our partner churches are struggling with how do we steward these resources? How do we make sure that we're using properly and accounting for the gifts that we've been given as well? And so to be able to, to share some opportunities to, to be able to educate them as well and, and help them understand what's involved. So how would somebody 
uh, apply for this if they're interested. You know, the LCMS has a wonderful website that is accessible via <laughs> almost any device that's connected to the Internet. So if I were listening to this and I were interested in applying for this position, I would go to the LCMS website and under the serve tab, there's a button there that says career positions. And so that this is one of the positions that's listed there is Asia Regional Business Manager located in Jai, Taiwan. So the full job description is posted there. And I would also invite people to be in email contact with me at charles.ferry at lcms.org. I'd be happy to point you in the right direction or provide some more information if people have some questions that would have come up as they're thinking about this. We're all out of time and now I have a dozen questions, so I'll ask right? two of them. So we're all out of time. I, I was just thinking of a couple of simple things that someone might think, oh, no, that won't work for me. But I think you could probably answer this and maybe change their mind. How, how important is learning the language in order to just get started? If you're going to live in Jai, you're going to want to spend some time in learning Mandarin Chinese because Jai is a traditional town. There's not a lot of English around us. At the same time, it is very accessible, and we have ways of helping you learn enough of that language so that you can navigate your way around town comfortably. Excellent. That answers, the, I think, the big one. And you mentioned the food, and it just sounds fantastic to me. Of course. Great yeah. variety. <laughs> oh, way too much good food makes me want to jump on a plane and just head right back there. <laughs> Our guest today, the Reverend Charles Ferry, Asia Regional Director for LCMS International Mission, Pastor Ferry, thanks so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. Thank you guys for making it fun. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.